0: Good afternoon and welcome to The Queen is Dead. This is your hostess with the most, Marissa on. And I'm going to start off with my queen quote and this is from another one of uh, another one of my greatest of all time motherfucking dang dash. That is my guy. Um, every interview he does, every fucking live he does, like I try to stay on top of it because he is always like just dropping gems all day every day. You probably remember him from, I don't know, back in the day, owner of Rockefeller Records discovered Jay Z, Kanye, um, Lee Daniels, Kevin Hart. He's got art studios. He owns Rachel Roy clothing. Like, he had Rock Aware clothing. Like, just, dude, he is just amazing all over the place. Um, and he's an all around hustler. And that's kind of what it, th- that is. Uh, that's what I strive to be like and that's what I fucking love and I like all kinds of people like when we decided to go into business I started looking up different entrepreneurs right and there's so many that I fucking love but I feel like Dame Dash speaks to me the most because he's just raw he just doesn't give a fuck he's gonna tell you straight up how it is like he's not sugarcoating shit he's gonna be just straight up with you and that's what I like you know a lot of people can't handle that kind of a person like that right? They feel like they're arrogant or maybe they talk too much or they say too much or they don't care about people's feelings. But, you know, at the end of the day, maybe it's fucked up the way I grew up, (laughs) but nobody had time to give a fuck about your feelings. And now that I'm older, of course I care, but I still, I still like a motherfucker that talks raw. I just do. It is what it is. Um, So we're going to start off with a quote. And this is a Dame Dash quote. In order to be independent." you got to be broke for a second. And it's so true. Um, in order to be independent and to, you know, get to the level of independence that we all want, right. Is to cut our own checks, be our own boss, um, pay our children, um, and just create something that's going to be bigger than us. And it's going to last a, a lifetime. Um, that's what has to happen. I mean, you see a lot of these places, they go into business, right? And they have all these loans and they've got investors and, and that's great. I don't knock that. I think that that's amazing. But one thing that my husband and I told ourselves is like, we never want to fucking do this with anybody else. Like it needs to be us. And I know we're going to struggle. And I know that, you know, times are going to get tough. Um and I know that there's going to be times when we are considered broke to other people because we won't be able to do this or go that or go on that vacation or buy this fancy thing but at the end of the day we know what our goal is and our goal is to reach independence financial independence where we're not depending on anybody and my husband doesn't have to go out of town anymore and he doesn't have to work in a refinery and he doesn't have to be gone from us for months at a time like That is what we want. And so we don't want anybody else to be involved in what the fuck we're doing. We don't want an investor. We don't want loans. We want to do this out of our own fucking pocket so that eventually we can get to the finish line. And the finish line isn't going to mean that we're not going to have to work ever again. I think a lot of people think that when they go into business, like yeah i'm in business like now i get to sleep late no motherfucker <laughs> it doesn't work like that like you work harder than what you've ever worked um it's something that <clears throat> you know when you have a nine to five you can you can leave your job at you can leave everything at the office you know what i mean like you don't have the stress of okay now how to how are we gonna make money tomorrow who's gonna come in tomorrow like who's gonna you know, spend money with us tomorrow. Like it's always, I wouldn't say a worry because at the end of the day, you know, God is good and he always provides for us. And dude, just when we feel like, oh shit, how is this going to happen? Bam. He, he shows up. And so uh, it's never a worry, but it's something that you think about. It's, it's always on your mind. You're like, what's the next hustle? What do we got to do next? What do we got to create next? What, where do we go from here? Um, Because even though you have these little small victories here and there, it's not enough because you have to keep building and keep building and keep building. And so that, you know, it's hard. It's super hard. And I'd have to say that, you know, a lot of people that came in here when we first showed up on the scene. Uh, people who are business owners are like, it's, it's going to take five years. It's going to take a first first five years is going to be really tough. And if you can get past the first five years, you're gold. Doesn't matter what the business is, right? Because I think when you go into business, you expect things to just like happen just quick. And the crazy thing is that we weren't even here a year yet. And we started to see where the business was Getting to the point where we really weren't having to come out of our own pocket anymore, it was paying for the employees, paying the bills, it was buying the supplies, but it was just like literally just getting there. And then all this fucking shit happens with the pandemics are like, no. So it was it was hard, it was hard to to bounce back from that, and I'm going to say, man you know it did it did put us in a place where we just kind of felt a little bit discouraged you know i'm not gonna lie and say that we were just like 100 every time we wake up in the morning we're like we got this guys we're gonna just get through this even though i told myself myself that every day but you know sometimes you we had to dig deep to find that motivation because everything looked like it was getting ready to crumble <laughs> But but that's why mindset is everything because our situation didn't change. It was just the way that we looked at it and the way they that's what changes is like all you can control is what you're thinking. All you control is how you handle all you can control is how you handle things. All you can control is you, right? You can't necessarily control the entire situation. You just gotta get creative and so okay, now what's next? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna try to make a little bit of money? How is this gonna happen? Um and one thing I always say is, like, I think growing up, knowing what it's like to struggle, I think that it prepares you for entrepreneurship. I really think it does because you always have to say, oh, fuck, man, what are we going to eat today? What are we going to do? Like, how is this going to happen? How is this bill going to be paid? At least that's the way I grew up. And I, and I grew up that way because my mom didn't keep it a secret at least from me the older ones that we were having financial problems or things were going on so in your mind you're a little kid and you're like damn okay i know i gotta make this stretch in the refrigerator because my mom doesn't have money and i know i gotta do this so that's kind of what entrepreneurship is like and i feel like it, it prepared me because i'm used to this you know what i'm saying i'm used to the struggle i'm used to being like okay what's next what where do we go from here what do we do now um and to a certain extent my husband was the same way I mean he he always laughs at me because he always says that when he was growing up at least he had central ac and heating <laughs> but I mean he knows what's up you know he knew he knows what it's like to struggle and we get through it together all the time like if it's not me being the strong one that day it's him if he's having a hard day then I'm the one that comes in so We kind of, you know, we feed off of each other's strengths and that's what you're supposed to do when you're in a relationship with someone. Um, And and the fact that we're in business together now, it just makes things so much more fucking real and so much more intense. And um, I, I mean, I don't know anybody who has the endurance that he does. Like he just he just goes like there's no time to feel sorry for yourself. There's no time to have a breakdown. There's no time to do none of that shit. But we all, but we both, like I said, we both have those moments where you can just tell like, okay, he's going to need a little more reassurance today. And he can tell like, are you okay? Um, because <clears throat> you know, at the end of the day, we're fucking human and you can only take so much before you need to just kind of sit back and say, whew, okay, let me take a breath. Cause this is getting, uh, this is getting a little intense. <laughs> it's getting a little bit tough. Um... But that's but that's why I like Dame so much, because he doesn't sugarcoat anything. Um, everything is like, look, hey, man, you get back down, you get back up. And that's it. What it, that's it is what it is. You don't have a choice. Um, you know, again, you have to be prepared to lose. That's the only way you win. You have to know what it's like to lose, because then when that win comes, you're not going to appreciate that shit. You're not. And so I just feel like my husband and I, we're just motivated by the wins, right? Like I know what it feels like to get that win. And so that's what motivates me is like to do it again and to bet it all again and to do it again and to bet it all again and to do it again and then to bet it all again. Like that's really what you're doing. It's like you win a little, you bet it all. Win a little, bet it all again. Like, that's really what entrepreneurship is like. Um, You're constantly gambling, but sometimes you hit, you know, and that's the motivation. So, and and we both have, I think, you know, when I met my husband, he was talking about owning a store and just doing different things. And for me, I was like, well, I mean, that sounds cool, but that really wasn't, my desire, you know what I'm saying? It didn't come till later when I was like, okay, yeah, you know what? That makes sense. I want to do something. Don't know what yet, but I know I want to do something, right? And then again, if if you know the story, you know our motivation was really <clears throat> when I went to college, got a sociology uh, sociology degree. One of the things that we one of the things that we studied was food deserts, and me realizing that we were in a food desert. And so that was like, okay, this is what I want to do. Like, I want to put a healthy place in the hood. And that was the motivation. So it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I want to be an entrepreneur. It was just like, okay, I want to help my my community. And so part of that was having to like, you know, serve people, make things, make transactions, price stuff, you know, it, it turns into, it snowballs into all of these other things, And I feel like for me, like, I'm not really, like, not really good at handling, like, the business stuff, you know, like the, oh, my God, just all the administrative shit, y'all. I cannot do that. I just like to create things and make things and just make soap and make face wash and, like, when people will reach out and they're like, hey my mom has this or my mom has that or um, my skin is doing this or it's doing whatever. That is what I enjoy, right? Okay, so I like to research, figure out, okay, what's a good fruit and vegetable that helps alleviate this pain or this inflammation? What are good products to put on your, what are good ingredients to put on your face that helps with like bumps or whatever it is? Like that's when I start to like come alive when people ask me things like that. Because I'm like, okay, cool. Let me look into it. Let me figure out what you need. And then I'm going to hit you up. And I'm going to make you something. And then we'll just kind of go from there. That's where I fucking shine. All the administrative stuff, like I can't do that. Uh, but you, I kind of have to because I have no choice at this point. But being creative, making things, uh, that's what I fucking love to do. And I think that we all have that, right? We all have that desire to, like, make stuff and, and sell our product to people and get good feedback. And sometimes you won't always get good feedback, but you just take it and you say, okay, cool. How can I fix this? What can I do? What's next? You know, you can't be, you can't. You have to be willing to take constructive criticism from people. Now, it's one thing if people are being assholes, and you can always kind of tell when they're doing that. But constructive criticism is important, man, because I think my products, at least the beauty products, the juices, everybody loves them. And there's some juices that people don't like, but they have a different favorite. And then, like, let's say somebody loves the glow, but they don't like the purple haze. But then you have some people that love purple haze and hate the glow. So everybody's palate is different. But what I'll say is with the body care, it's only because of constructive criticism that the soap has gotten so good, that the toothpaste has gotten good, that the... You know, because people are telling me, hey, this is what it did. This is what it did to my skin. And of course, you can't have the solu- a solution for everybody because everybody's skin is different. But it helps you to be better. So you have to be willing to take that constructive criticism from people. Like, you just have to. Especially if you want to grow. That, I would say, is the most important If you want to fucking grow, you're going to take that constructive criticism. You're going to go back to the fucking, go back to the board and figure out what you're going to do. Like the mosquito spray, I love it, but, and I've got some good feedback, but my husband's like, it smells too much like apple cider vinegar. And he's right, because after I shook it up and I used it again, I was like, okay, that does have a real vinegary smell, So now I got to fix that again. So it's just a lot of shit going on, but it's all good, man. Um, And, you know, hey, it is what it is because at the end of the day, I want a good product. I want it to be something that, I mean, it's not going to smell fantastic because at the end of the day, it is mosquito spray. But I don't want to get rid of the apple cider vinegar because that is what helps. That's what keeps the mosquitoes away. A little bit of that funk. Um. So that's just stuff that I got to work on, right? But it's important because now I'm like, okay, maybe I need to add a little more essential oil. Maybe just water it down a little bit more or something, right? And I got to get that done ASAP because these mosquitoes are fucking bad. But <clears throat> we've, uh, we have finally opened it back up, y'all. And we're doing just... Little temporary hours. We're not going too crazy now. What we're doing, I know I did a post and I gave some hours, but what I'm gonna do now is we're gonna be closed Sunday and Monday. So Tuesday through Friday we're gonna be here at 11 from 11 to 5, and then Saturday 10 to 4. Um, and we're here at 3804 Legion Street. So please come through, come and say what's up. But it has been. been a lot of work y'all i mean we have put a lot of work into coming back getting everything where it needs to be you know my husband did so much to try to like fix the plumbing but i still we still ended up having to get a plumber out here so he was here yesterday he was supposed to come here today he didn't make it but it's okay he'll be back tomorrow and it's just getting back into the swing swing of things again we need a new dumpster we need there's just a lot of stuff that we still have to get situated um but it's it's definitely not anything that's going to stop us from being here um so we've got a limited limited menu right now um it's just the coffee smoothie bowls fruit bowls shots detox water and juices and then of course we're still doing pre-orders six packs uh recharges i actually have two recharges to get out the door um for this weekend so that's cool um my husband and i have a new coffee company coming we've got some badass coffee mugs that a friend of mine made up all night project she is amazing and so you know hey we're just we're constantly trying to grow and just do more you know what i mean like this juice caboose is not where it ends we want to do a lot of stuff and so but we have to pace ourselves and just take our time and you know get back into the swing of things and we're just excited to have the doors open again so now i won't be recording from the closet anymore i'm gonna be coming straight at you from the motherfucking juice caboose so if you're interested in being on a podcast please come through uh hit me up man let me know um but we're just we're happy man we are happy to be back into the swing of things and again we got limited hours for just for another another three four weeks um and then my Madre will be back in here helping us out um and maybe we can extend the hours a little bit but since it's just me run solo then that's just what we're gonna do for now but it's good the hustle the hustle feels good it really does i mean it's stressful you don't know what tomorrow is gonna bring but that's kind of like the fun of it right Like just not knowing, you know, constantly trying to figure out, okay, shit, what's next? Like some people get a fucking kick out that shit and I'm one of them. And I used to kind of be one of those people that was like, nah, I'd rather just have a job because it's safe. But now I'm like, bitch, fuck safety. Like I'm trying to build something, you know what I mean? So I don't care what you're trying to build, whether it's a balloon business. And these motherfuckers charge a lot because someone was charging $500 just for a setup. Which is crazy, but, I mean, hey, man, I mean, who else is going to do it? But whatever it is, if it's coffee mugs or if it's shirts or candy or cupcakes, like, I don't give a fuck how many thousands of people do it. You need to fucking do it, too. Don't convince yourself not to do it because everybody else is doing it. There is so much business out there for every fucking buddy. That's why I never understood, like... Why people are haters? Why you try to stomp on other people's businesses? Like, what is the purpose? There's so much business out there. It's insane. Not everybody's going to like their stuff. Some people are just going to be, they're going to be customers because they like dealing with you. They like your personality. They like your work ethic. They like the way you do things fast. They like the way you take your time. Like, everybody's business is different. And that's why there's so much business for everybody. That's why I can't understand these people that they have this attitude where it's like, well, I got to take these people down because then that means less business for me. It's like not everybody's going to like your shit. Like they're just not. So there needs to be other businesses out there. Not everybody's going to like juice caboose. There's going to be other uh, juice companies or coffee businesses that they like more than here and that's cool but at least they get the variety you know what i'm saying and that's why i just never understood why other people hate on other people's businesses it just doesn't make sense and at the end of the day you're just sowing bad seeds for yourself like you really are and that's why i don't care how many opportunities i get to bash somebody or or do you believe it or not There are businesses that call the city on other businesses, and I'm not the only one. I had a customer come in, so I had to take a quick break, but we are back, and this is a, it's been, dude, I have been trying to record a fucking podcast in this store, and I just keep getting interrupted, but it's all good. I am not tripping. That is a good problem to have. Um, and it was. It's and see, that's what I missed. It was a long ass conversation. Uh, conversation that I had with these people that came in, and it was just amazing. They are just so awesome. Super excited to see the store. Um, they left me a badass review. They already tagged me on Instagram. Like I fucking love customers like that. Because, dude, and I always tell, I always tell my peoples, I'm like, look, y'all, y'all have got to tag me in your fucking stories because then it looks like nothing's happening. And then I'm filling all, all of these orders, but then there's nothing on social media. So please, guys, can y'all tag us if you buy stuff, tag us, tag us on your Instagram stories. Those are my favorite only because they're super easy to share and I can share them in the story or I can make them into a post. Um, and it's just one little click. So those are my favorite. But back to fucking dame love that man he is my inspiration and it's all about financial independence and just doing the things that you want to do and that was some of the conversation that i had with this couple that came in you know they both have their jobs and they're doing their thing don't have kids right now so this is like the perfect opportunity for them to kind of like tap into that entrepreneurial um spirit and so they've got some ideas, want to do a coffee shop. And one of the things we were talking about was how there's business, enough business for everybody. Like, you know what? If if it's a coffee shop, just fucking do it. Don't sit there and tell yourself not to because um, there's 5 million other coffee shops. Like, she just gave me, she gave a good example. And she's like, look, there's like four coffee shops behind my house. And I literally go to all four. And that's kind of what we were saying is like, don't don't feel discouraged just because other people have a coffee shop, but also don't be a fucking hater. Like, don't be one of those businesses that's like, I'm the only one that can be on this block. And you're fucking calling the city and you're complaining, you're doing all this shit to try to, like, take somebody down. Like, that's the dumbest shit, dude. Like, trust me there again, there's enough business for everyone um, People like variety. They like options. And that's what it's all about, man. There's a, there's enough for all of us to fucking eat. You don't have to be one of those people that's a fucking hater and, you know, is bad-mouthing another business. Um, It was crazy because there's this other place that uh, my husband and I really, really enjoy in the neighborhood called Rocco's. R-O-C-C-O-S, they are, it's an Italian restaurant right there on Collingsworth, middle of the hood. And <clears throat> one of the waitresses we happened to know, and she was saying that they left, um, there was this young couple and it was crazy because my, we had gone over there after, um, being at the Juice Caboose and we're like, man, we're going to Rocco's, let's go, it's happy hour. So we go and there's happy hour on appetizers and, and alcohol. And so we, and this was, this is on a Friday nights, I think it is. So we go and we notice this couple. And now we accidentally sat down at a table and they were sitting on the little sofa and the waitress came out and she's like, Hey, can y'all move? Like, I'm sorry. Like I have this table ready for them. And so we got up and we sat down on the sofa, like not a big deal. It's all good. We don't mind if we have to wait cause the food's fucking good. And that couple was just like, and I told them, they're like, you can sit back down. I was like, no, 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 no. Y'all sit. And we told them how good it is. Like, it's great. The, the food is, it's, it's worth it. And they're like, well, no, we're just going to go. Well turns out they get on Yelp and leave this long ass, hateful ass review. We had to wait, and there was a family that got in front of us and da da da, da, da and it was like first of all, woman, we were sitting there telling you and your husband to go first, right? And of course they love to put in their long complaint. We support small business, but no 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 no. This has happened to me before. You support small business, but you're going out of your way to leave a hateful review or a negative review when, you know, businesses, they that's that's important for the business. You can't have bad reviews. Um, and so that's not supporting small business. If you supported small business, what you should have done was go to the manager and say, hey, I'm talking. I mean, uh, I've been waiting for a long time. Like, what's going on? And so what happened was the party that... That they were supposed to be out, right? Because they had already paid. But like the waitress said, you can't stop people from sitting down and having a conversation 30 minutes after they paid. You know, they already paid. And if they want to shoot the shit for a little bit, like they have no control over that. But it's like they didn't want to be understanding of that situation. They didn't want to... Um, they didn't want to, it was already time for them to eat. I mean, we had already gotten up and that's the thing is like, I think people, it's just so easy now to get on your computer or get in your phone, get on your phone and make a complaint and just say all the things that you didn't like, and you really don't even give it a chance and you don't give it an opportunity, um, them an opportunity to fix it. Right. And then people always love to say, well, I support, support small business, but, But they're just saying that because that's the right thing to say. Everybody says support small business, hashtag shop small, hashtag small business. So they're saying the right things, yet they're going and they're writing these horrible Yelp reviews Again, if you support small business, you should have talked to the owner, you should have talked to the manager and said, hey, this is the issue, and then give them the opportunity to fix it. And if they don't fix it, and they have an attitude or something like that, then of course you write your review. Um, but But that's the thing. It's like, when you are in business, you're met with so many challenges, whether it's other businesses trying to take you down, whether it's... People with a bad attitude who just, it doesn't matter what you do, they're not going to be happy. Um, it, it's really hard to serve people. It's really hard to, to, um, to make everybody happy. Um, it, it's, it's, an, it's a struggle. It's a challenge. Um, for the most part, we have amazing customers, right? But I've only had problems once. Um, and coming to find out that those people who came into the store were sent on purpose just to be hateful, just to leave a yelp review and call the city um by by a neighboring business, but we won't get into that because that's over and done with. God bless them um but other but but I know what it's like I know what it's like to have to have somebody just not be willing to. To understand or to work with you or to be patient and, and again instead of talking to us you know they go and they write this horrible review but then they swear to God in the post that they support small business and it's like no you don't. Um, So there's a lot of challenges. So if you go into somebody's establishment, just remember, you know, they might not get it right. It might take them some time, but just be understanding. Now, if they're having a bad attitude and, you know, they're not willing to try to work with you, then that's something totally different. But you have to give the business the opportunity to try to correct whatever issue that you're having. And that is supporting small business, because like I said, it's a it's it's a whole other beast just dealing with everything that you have to deal with trying to please people reviews um customers that just you know it's almost like if they're having a bad day everybody's gotta have a bad day like it's it's a lot of shit that you gotta deal with so always just be cognizant of the fact that these people are trying especially if they're not like Especially if they're a small business, man, you know, if you're not like this big franchise, you're doing everything from scratch. You know, you're just you're busting your ass trying to make it through the day and get to the next day. So you just have to have some patience with with those kind of people, with those kind of businesses. Uh, But yeah, man, it was it was refreshing to have them come into the store and just, you know, talk about the ideas that they have for eventually you know, one day reaching that, that point of independence where they work for themselves. And I think that that's kind of the goal. I think for them, some people like to work for other people. They're happy. They're content. They like to just go to their job, get their shit done, go home, take their vacation, do their thing. And that I, I respect that. But some people are like, man, I don't want to listen to no motherfucker. Tell me what to do and I get that too and I feel that too and you know there's just something about making something with your own hands and creating something that you get to make money off of like it's just it's a it's a really good feeling and then when people start to like tell you how much they love it or you know they told their friend and it's just it it feels it's a good feeling um I we left for a little bit because my husband's aunt passed away. So last night we did the rosary. And then she was like the life of the fucking party. So had the funeral today. So I left the Kabusi for a little bit and I went back. And as I'm pulling up, somebody's pulling me up. So I was like, "Oh, thank God. I'm here right on time, right?" Um, cause again, I'm kind of like doing it by myself, but just temporary, just, just for the meantime. And she's like, Hey, are you, are you leaving? And I'm like, no, 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 I'm, I'm getting here. So <clears throat> she came in and it was just someone who used to come all the time. And she's like, yeah, I was just wondering, you know, I wasn't sure what was going to, like, if y'all were going to come back or what was going to go on. And so I'm like, yeah, man, we're back. We're back. Just few hours a day but it's something and it's just again it just reminds you like damn I miss this like I miss I miss standing on my feet all day and being fucking tired and complaining about my feet fucking hurting like I miss that like it just it feels good it feels it feels good to be back um So, but it's just, it's like I said, it's been a lot and it's, it's an uphill battle, but it's something that you, you just got to tell yourself like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to be okay. We're going to make this happen. And again, this wouldn't even be possible without the people that support us, our friends who support us and have been supporting us for so long. All the people who used to come to my house and pick shit up after work or on the weekends. And all the people who have given me things to fix the store like paint and paint brushes and come and fucking hammered shit for us and moved things for us and done all this stuff for us, man. We just have so much support. And if you don't have a good support system, it's hard for you to accomplish these things. And it's not that you can't do it. You can but for us having a really good support system from family to friends mainly our friends dude i mean they have really stepped up um to make things happen and if i'm late a day late on an order or whatever it is they're like it's okay like you're good and because you know sometimes you stress yourself out about like fuck man i gotta get this done and i gotta do that and i have to make this happen by this day and and then life happens, like today I had to leave, you know, yesterday, you know, we had to go to the, to the rosary and it, it's just so many things that happen and you feel all this pressure to like perform and get things perfect and get things right and it, it feels good. When out of nowhere you get a text and you're like, "Hey, I know that you were supposed to send, you're supposed to like deliver it tomorrow, but don't worry about tomorrow. If you want to do it on Friday, that's cool." Those text messages are like, "I'm like, yay, because I was gonna have it done, but you just gave me another couple days, so that is amazing." Um, so shout out to everybody who who supports us and has you know been ride or die for so long it's just it feels really good it feels really good um but yeah man today was a today was a busy day I wanted to make sure that I got another podcast out looks like I'll be doing them once a week but if I can throw in another one I definitely will send me your send me some topics things y'all want to talk about um shoot me a dm man let me know what you want to talk about i want to do a live podcast at the caboose um and so i'm but i'm just i don't want to do it until i know that you know people are interested and they want to come so and then two i don't want to rush it yet you know what i'm saying like maybe we can make it like mimosas or maybe what i'll do is wait till after i have the baby and then i can get all fucked up with y'all and then we'll do like champagne or champagne I like to call it champagne, but um, and then we'll do that, and then I and that way I don't have to just be big and pregnant and just watching everybody have mimosas. Like that would just make me feel like shit if I had to watch everybody having a good time. So maybe it'll be a like after the baby thing. So I'm supposed to have this baby mid October, and then of course it's gonna be a C-section because my first one was a C-section, second was a C-section, this one's gonna be a C-section. So once I get a like better date because we haven't put it on the calendar yet. We haven't locked it in yet. She just told me I'm coming the baby's coming mid-October. So, once that happens, I am going to need a couple weeks to recover because when I had Isaiah, my first one, dude, I was fine. I'm I mean, I was in labor for like 14 hours or some shit, 15 hours, but I was in zero pain. My husband was there, we're hanging out, chilling talking shit, so I was, the time was just flying by, but the nurse came in, and she said that Isaiah was in distress, he had the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck, and that we needed to do the c-section, right? Well, after the fact, right, after that happens, I watch a documentary called The Business of Being Born, and What it showed was like the way that these hospitals are trying to just get you in and out, in and out, in and out. If you're taking long, they're going to tell you that your baby is in distress so they can cut you open, get it done and get you out of there because it is a business. And after that, I was like, oh, my God, like, did these people just force me into doing that? But, you know, this was the first time I had a kid, and I'm like, I just thought my kid was going to fucking die, so I just did it. Like, I have to do it. I have to get a C-section. And then with Aiden, you know, I called around to about six or seven doctors, and nobody wanted to do the VBAC, which is the vaginal birth after the C-section, right? Right. And so there's so many fucking doctors, but I happened to call the ones that were not trying. They wouldn't even touch it with a 10 foot pole. They're like, uh, no, ma'am, we don't do that. Right. All right. Cool. So Aiden had to be a C-section. I mean, had I called another 10 more places, I probably would have found one because there are doctors that do it. But I just man after about seven of them, I was like, eh, I'm not doing this anymore. Like, fuck it. OK, C-section again. But now I have this new doctor, Dr. Higginbotham, Chandra Higginbotham, and she is freaking amazing. She's like, you know, she's got like this kind of holistic hippie approach. She still delivers in a hospital. I'll be delivering at either the women's hospital or methodist it's it's up to me i haven't really made my mind up yet i'm kind of pushing towards the women's hospital because that's where isaiah was born and it wasn't their fault i had a c-section it was my doctor who didn't even fucking show up it was some other random doctor i never met but my doctor dr higginbotham she told me she's like sweetie aiden could have been a c-section like what what why did they tell you that She goes, now at this point, you know, you have scar tissue in the uterus and if you try to push and you get, you know, get to a point where you can like irritate that and it can, it can, it can cut or like bust open, I guess, something like that, where then I could hemorrhage and all kinds of crazy shit can happen. But because this is going to be the third one, third C-section. I mean, it just sucks because there's so many things that you don't know. Right. But with the C-section, I think people think that it's super easy. Right. Ah, they just cut you. You don't have to push and it's fine. But dude, the recovery, though, is longer than I think having it vaginally because what they do is and I remember asking like why does it hurt so much on one side and not the other right because the next day they want you to get up and start moving around they ain't got time for you to be laying in the bed feeling sorry for yourself and so to get up right they my husband of course he was there helping me pulling me up the nurses they were so good um but what they said that, well, the reason you feel a lot of pain on one side versus the other, because you still feel pain throughout the incision, but there's one side that's just, like, super painful when you try to get up. Like, when you try to pull that muscle, pull yourself to get up, that shit fucking hurts. And she, and she was saying that the reason it is that you feel that is because that is the side that they make that puncture, right, where they push down to break to cut the skin, right? That's where they apply the most pressure. Um and I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Why did I do this again, Jesus? Oh. So I'm gonna I already know I'm gonna need a couple weeks to just to to feel better and feel like I can move around. Um, so I'm thinking Sometime in November, maybe, a live podcast-ish. I don't know. Maybe have it, like, you know, some 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 cerveza, you know, some wine, some champagne, you know, just something fun. Something fun. Um, but I need some time to recover, y'all, because... Oh, my God. It's just... It's gonna be a lot of work and I'll be 40 in November and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like, why did I do this? Like, I feel like I'm old already and I just wanna rest. But it's okay because we're having our girl and so I'm not tripping. It's all good. No big deal. I'm I'm happy. We are very happy. We're blessed. Um, and I just pray that the baby's healthy. But I'm not gonna lie, fucking Mighty Soul sent me this. Uh, a news clip or a link. See, I got to stop stressing myself out, but it was of a baby, a mom who had a baby C-section. The baby's fucking face was cut. The cheek. They literally cut through the the baby's face doing a (sighs) C-section. So y'all pray for me. Keep me in your prayers, y'all, because... I am having a little bit of anxiety. I just feel like, number one, this is the third one. Like, what if I bleed out? And I know that that's bad. And thank you, Jesus, I'm not going to die. And then it's like COVID. And then the, the lady that came in today, she's a nurse. And she started telling about the new strain. And I was just like, whoa, okay, you know what? I'm gonna need you to stop telling me what's going on in the world right now. Can I just be in my bubble? No, but you know we need to go with, to know what's going on in the world right now. We we have to know, and it's it's just it's fucking crazy. But things are looking up, y'all, and they're always looking up, even when they're crazy, even when they're bad. They're not bad because we're still alive, we're still healthy. So y'all just, you know, keep me in your prayers, y'all. I just want to make sure that my baby is, as long as my baby is healthy, it is all good. Um, And that's all that I can ask for. You know, my husband's healthy. Um, My kids are good. Even Aiden's crazy little autistic self. He's just amazing. Just kicking ass, saying D's nuts all day long. So I just love him. And, um... And, you know, shit, man. It's just the way that you look at things. You got to always look at the bright side. And I know it's so super cliche and people say it all the time and it's fucking stupid. But it's true. It is true. Like, what else, What are we going to do? Just focus on all the negative shit? Like, we can't do that. We just can't. We just got to keep pushing, keep moving on. And what, whatever it is that your goal is, whether it's to be... Your own boss or like I always say, whatever it is, lose weight or whatever it is that you do. Just keep pushing, man. Keep pushing and and get ready for the disappointments because they come. But without that, you don't know what a a real win feels like. You have no idea. If things are always good for you, then you're not going to know how to handle the bad shit. Because it's there. It happens every day. And I'm telling you, I think that people really do feel like, once you become your own boss, like, it's all, it's, there's some people that I know, they just started a business. They are high on the hog right now. They are hashtagging entrepreneur, this boss, babe, boss, this boss, chick, boss, and in my mind, and of course, they're going to do well. They're going to do well. They're going to do amazing but don't get too drunk off of opening your doors because shit fucking happens. Don't celebrate too prematurely and not to not celebrate. That, that is a big deal. To open up your own shop and to open up your business is an amazing fucking feeling. But don't get too drunk on that because it gets real, real quick. It always gets real. Um, but again, if you have the stamina... It's going to it's gonna work out for you. If you don't fold under pressure that easy, it's going to work out for you. Because this is a long-term commitment. If you ain't in it for the long haul, you will fail. Um, if you don't have endurance, you will fail. You have got to have endurance for this shit. Because it gets hard. And it gets stressful. Um, And sometimes you have to go lock yourself in the restroom and have an ugly cry in the mirror because I fucking do that shit. <laughs> I go to the fucking restroom, I'll have an ugly cry moment, look at how pitiful I look, and then I'm like, bitch, get it together. Get it to fucking get <laughs> so bad. I like to look at myself cry because then I feel like... Then I just like check myself a little bit quicker than if I cried and I don't look at myself. So next time y'all cry, y'all, I'm going to need you to look at your fucking pitiful self in the mirror. Just look at yourself because you're going to be like, oh, <laughs> right, am I really doing this right now? <sighs> Guys, all we have is laughter. It gets me through Everything. Shout out to Jesus for making laughter because, you know, I don't know how I would make it if I didn't laugh at my fucked up situation. <laughs> but it's all good, man. I cannot complain. Again, like I said, um, you know what? It was funny because the other day I'm looking around and my husband just got me one of those, uh, an Apple Watch. And I think for half a second, I started to, like, complain in my head. And then I'm like, really, bitch? Because you're looking at your fucking Apple Watch. It's telling you to breathe. You can track your steps. Like, I'm looking at your beautiful fucking wedding ring. And your other hand with your college ring. And you're wearing a shirt that has your business on it. And I'm like, am I... Was I really going to feel bad for myself real quick? Like, and and those are stupid things. I'm not saying that a ring or anything or a watch make you like give you value. That's not what I'm saying. But I took a half a second to just kind of look and say, wow, bitch, like you really need to stop. You are about to feel sorry for yourself. You have nothing to feel sorry for yourself about. And that's it. You just have to find those little reminders to check yourself. And just say, hold up, wait, my car's working, I got AC, it's fucking hot out there. That lady's over there standing with two kids at the bus stop, and I'm chilling in my fucking car. With my essential oils, uh, smell good in the car. Like, what am I doing? I really do have first world problems. Like, it could be so much worse. But I'm over here acting like a little bad and bougie crybaby bitch. No, ma'am. That is not okay. And you know what? There's one more thing, guys. I just... I just, man, send your fucking prayers to those people in in Florida, dude, in Miami, where they are in their bed sleeping at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning. And the whole apartment building just comes crumbling down on them. There was old people in that building, y'all. There was little kids sleeping in their bed. There was women and pets and men and just... People who went to work that day or whatever it is that they did and they're in their sleep and they're not, oh my God, guys, just life is so fucking short. It is so fucking short. And so every day you just have to just, when you wake up and and I do it every day, it's like, (sighs) thank you God for waking me up today. Like, thank you for this hot bath. Like, it's just... I don't think we realize how blessed we are. It doesn't matter how much money you make or don't make. If you get to wake up that day, you're fucking blessed, dude. You're fucking blessed. It's another day that you get to push harder towards that goal and to push harder towards that dream. So take advantage of the day. Every day, and I know people say it all the time, live live life to the fullest live it like it's your last fucking day and uh don't waste a lot of time being mad y'all it's just it's counterproductive what the fuck we have too much life to live to be pissed off about dumb shit that's why i want to just you know and again don't get me wrong sometimes you'll see somebody who you want to punch in the face but you just have to say you know what god bless them god bless them for real like, I'm not saying it in a fucked up way or in like an arrogant way. I mean it. I do. You know what? God bless them because, you know, when you pray good on other people, it always comes back to you in some kind of way. So it's all good. Um, so shout out to everybody that listen, guys. Thank you so much. And shout out to my motherfucking strippers because don't nobody work as hard as you, bitch. Bye.